Hi guys. How's it going? Good? You have a good temptation team? Oh. Delicious Red Bull. Oh, hit me again. Mm. It still tastes good. <laughs> Russell overcame. Excuse me. I spit. Russell, Russell overcame a long-standing addiction to uh, energy drinks. Congratulations, Russell. Slow clap. Good job, Russell. We love you. All right. So like I said two weeks ago, we're starting this, uh, this whole conversation on monotony. And I kind of tweaked some stuff anyway. I changed it. But the whole idea kind of these, of these next messages, like I was saying, was about the fact that we're not supposed to be the same person anymore. Um, and it's kind of about change. So it's, it's exciting. Um, like I said, I'm ready for it. It's really cool. So um, as we watched, oh my goodness, it's now been like three, four weeks ago, like almost a month ago. We watched this movie, Groundhog Day, which I hope you guys enjoyed. And um, as you guys may or may not know, if you weren't here, remember it's the story of uh, Bill Murray, and he takes and he goes to this small town, Punxsutawney, and every single day he wakes up, it's the exact same day over and over and over again. And there's this ridiculous repetition this monotony of the exact same thing every day when he wakes up. The same song on the radio, he gets up and the people are doing the exact same thing. He has to accomplish the same goals, he has to go and say the same type of speech. And it's just this, this picture of monotony in this. So that's kind of why we, we watched it and then we'll pair it along with this. So tonight specifically we are talking about monotony. Monotony, which I said, if you remember is described as tedious sameness. Now, tedious is like something that's like not good. It's annoying. It's, this, it's like annoying on you. Sameness is self-explanatory. It's the same. So this like annoying sameness that comes around doesn't really sound like something that you want to describe your life by, does it? Not something that you want like read at your funeral not something that if people ask you about who you are, it's not really something that you want to have to say about yourself, is it? Tedious sameness. It's not something that I think we want for our lives. Well, I don't know why, but there's this old saying that says that humans are a creature of habit. And it really, really is true, actually, when you think about it. The more I look at people, the more I see that we are just such a creature of habit. And specifically, we're a creature of doing the same habit over and over and over again. We don't change. Um, you do the same thing so much, believe it or not, that humans just begin to forget everything about it, and it just becomes like one big blur of their day. Um, here's, here's, a, here's a good example for me. Um, you guys go, and you meet tons of different people, Right? And there's all these little phrases that become basically just welcome phrases, but they all started out right, such as, how are you doing? How is your day? How are you? What's up? And invariably, what always seems to come back, what responses? Can someone name me what the number one response usually is? Nothing. Not much. I hear nothing constantly. N-U-T-H-I-N. Nothing. Constantly. Nothing. People don't have anything to talk about. People say, you know, nothing. SSDD. You ever hear that slogan? Same 
stuff, different day. People use that all the time. They can't think of anything. You say, how are you doing? And people say, how are you doing? (laughs) Back to you. They have so little to say, they don't even think. It doesn't register with them. There's nothing interesting to them. I've, I've taken on Wednesday nights, I've asked students, what happened this last week that's exciting? They just stand there and look at you blank-faced. Nothing stands out. What happened today? What happened last week? Is there anything that's exciting? And they have nothing for you. Nothing exciting. And this is really where I began to see so much monotony in people. Man, they must do the same thing so many times that it just starts to lose all of its touch of, of what happens in their life that it's no longer even worth mentioning of what they do. They do it so many times that nothing is exciting, nothing is new. And you know what I found, too, is it really doesn't matter what type of life you live either. You can be the person who literally sleeps in till like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, wakes up, eats their brunch, because <laughs> there's no reason to eat two separate meals, sits around the house, watches TV, maybe takes and reads for a couple minutes, plays some video games, and goes to sleep at night. Didn't leave the house, just chilled, didn't even talk to anybody, and they'd say their day is monotonous and boring, and they have nothing to say. You can talk to another person who wakes up early, goes for a jog, a brisk jog, comes home and drinks their power shake, goes to work to a high-paying, demanding job, makes a lot of money at that job, accomplishes many things within it. Maybe even people really respect them at their job. After their work, they go and they have some sort of activity, maybe a group or a club that they belong to. They do all this, they come home, and maybe they read and they study because they're also trying to advance their place in life. Before they go to sleep, they make make love to their beautiful life partner next to them. And yet still, when you ask them, is anything exciting happened? The reply comes back, nothing. See, it didn't matter whether you were the person who did absolutely nothing in your day or someone who accomplished tons. When you ask them, nothing stands out. Because when you do something, even when it's good, enough times it becomes boring and it becomes monotonous. Even that, I know some of you guys are thinking, I wish I could do half of the stuff that that guy did in the second day and actually accomplish that much. I know some of you guys are just thinking, I wish I had someone to make love to at night. But still, um, either way, um, people reply nothing to this. Uh, The monotony eventually takes place. It kills the fun. It kills the excitement. It kills the happiness, and like I said, when you ask them, nothing. Well, there's a bunch of different reasons why I think people are monotonous, why they they fall into this. Here's just a few for you. One, I think, probably a really common one, is just laziness. People are monotonous because it is just easier to do the same thing over and over and over again. It takes a little bit of work to take and change something about your life. It's easier to go to a restaurant and order the same thing you have over and over again because it's just easy. It's not a problem. It's easy to drive the same route to school every single day or to work every day because you know it. You don't even think about it. I remember driving to school in mornings and I literally would park my car and think, how did I get here? I don't remember anything from my house to here. Maybe another one is fear. They're afraid that something new will not be as good as what they already have. They're afraid of this change in their life because this works well enough. It works good enough. 
and they're afraid that if they change something, it won't be as good. Um, this reminded me of something in, in Groundhog's Day. Phil literally would sit every single day and watch Jeopardy. Did you remember that part? And he knew every single answer, every single answer. But for some reason, he wouldn't do anything else. I don't know if it was laziness or if it was just fear that maybe something else wouldn't be as good. Or maybe it's the fact that you're afraid because if you do something over and over again, you get good at it, like Phil, and you can impress people. He did it to show off to people. So maybe the monotony comes into the place because you know that if you do the same thing, you can do this good, your performance is measured, and you might be able to impress people. But if you do something else, you might not be as good at it. You ever talk to skaters much? Talk to skateboarders. A lot of skateboarders used to be rollerbladers. But they gave up rollerblading to start skateboarding because it's harder. And when you start skateboarding after you've rollerbladed, you suck. And you have to start all over again but it's because it's something new and something different to achieve. Maybe it's pain. A lot of times, sadness and hurt can keep us from moving forward in our lives, can keep us from breaking free from things. Just kind of that throbbing pain in our lives can kind of hold us back. Um, or maybe it's pressure. Some people don't feel that they can change because people depend on them, because the world might have put you into this and they expect something out of you, and you know that people depend on what you're doing, and if you change, you might let people down. So they, they feel this pressure that it's hard to get out of this monotony because I feel like all these people are watching me. I feel like all these people are depending on this. Well, really, no matter what the motive is, no matter what the reasoning, I found that it can occur in almost everyone in the world. You think this would just be like the older people or, um, if you're a Christian, the unsaved people, the people who don't understand um, what life truly is, the people who are unhappy, who don't have a lot, but it really isn't true, like I was saying with that example. I found that it doesn't matter whether you're young or old, even whether or not um, you have a good job or you have a lame job, whether or not you have an exciting life or a non-exciting life, even whether or not you have Jesus Christ or you don't have Jesus Christ in your life you can still fall into the same monotony and the same repetition and boredom. It really doesn't make a difference. Don't think that you are excluded from this. No matter whether you're a king or a street sweeper, undoubtedly you probably have suffered from this in some way. I know that this is probably true. Let's stop just for a second and examine ourselves. And you just nod silently in your head. You don't have to do it out loud. But how many of you have either, either driven to school or to work, or to some situation, and the whole time you drive, you think, I don't even feel like doing this. Why am I going again? I don't even feel like going to this. If it's a job, you think, man, I wish I had a different job, and I just, this isn't even interesting to me. I don't know how many times I've driven to school and thought, I am so already done with school. <laughs> doesn't even interest me anymore. And you just continue to go, and you're like, it's not even, I don't even want to do it. And even sadder is that after a while, even the things that we like, even the things that are beneficial in our life can become monotonous and can even become a downer in your life. Even the things that are good, not just the annoying things, but the things that once used to be interesting can now become monotonous and lame and boring. Have you ever gotten here? Don't to say yes, but have you ever gotten here? Actually question yourself right now. Think about it. Answer it in your head. Have you ever gotten to that point? Maybe you're at it right now. 
you think, yeah, that's pretty much me. It's what I deal with. I know that I have myself. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I have dealt with monotony in my own personal life. I have went places and I felt like, man, I am bored and don't feel like being here again. I don't even feel like coming. Um, I've had times where I wake up in the morning and I feel like my entire day is already planned out for me before I even roll out of bed. And that just sounds so annoying to think that when I get out of bed, I know that my steps are basically already counted. My place is already set. I know that from this time to this time, I'm going to get ready. From this time to this time, I'm going to go to work. From this time to this time, I'm going to go to ministry. From this time to this time, I'm going to do this. And you just wake up and you're like, ugh, it's just the same. Nothing different, nothing exciting. I felt that before. Um, Absolutely. Some of you might remember from the movie, there was a guy named Gus, and they're sitting at a bowling alley drinking. And Phil is complaining because he's living the same day over and over and over again, literally the exact same day. And he says to Gus and to his friend, he says, what if every single day was exactly the same and nothing you did mattered? It didn't change anything. And his friend says, well, I guess that about sums it up for me. You see, for his friend, he wasn't living every single day the same like Phil literally was. He was actually living just a day, and every day did change for him. But to him, it didn't make any difference because to him, it was all the same day. didn't matter whether it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. didn't matter whether it was a holiday or just a regular day. It was all the same. Just another boring day. Probably for him, as it shows, he just basically hung out, got drunk, and did nothing with his life. It was the same exact day. So you don't have to actually have a real-life Groundhog's Day to live like this. But here's the deal. This is absolutely not for you. It's not. This isn't your future. This isn't God's plan for your life. God never wanted us to live this boring, repetitious, over and over and over again life. He wanted us to live it exciting. He wanted us to live life new. God loves new. Absolutely. He understands and he loves the fact that we are human and we can change and we can flex. Remember the whole message I talked about when we talked about um, that you're worth more than many sparrows? I talked about how God will work in the fact that we are so absolutely just insane how our emotions can change and flex. He understands that. God loves when things move. God is absolutely not monotonous. And i just saying this from what God's perspective is to your life. You were never meant for monotony. You were never made, you were never created for monotony in your life. Now really, I could be speaking this message to anybody. Like I said, I could be speaking it to literally young kids all the way up to senior citizens. I could be telling anyone about monotony because a lot of people suffer from it. Like I said, it really doesn't matter who you are. I could be in almost any setting. I could probably, minus the God stuff, I could probably say this in any business meeting anything and a lot of people would agree with it because everyone suffers with this monotony but i'm really excited to say it to this crowd i'm really excited to speak it to a group that's our age because there's something special there's something special about still being young about still having life left in us we should never be living a life that's just monotonous and never exciting man especially at our age we're still so young and we still have so much life ahead of us. We're creative and we're, we're still so new. Um, I want you to listen to this and I want you to take hold of this small section 
in the Bible in Ecclesiastes. I don't know if you guys have ever read it or not. A good book. It's written by Solomon. And in this, um, he just kind of, he goes through all this different stuff about life. Just talking about how, man, life just seems so useless sometimes. And it, it fits so good in with monotony. If you guys want to read it, it's so great. But I wanted to read you in Ecclesiastes 11. And it's, it's verses 7 through 10. It says this. I want to read it to you in the message. It says, Oh, how sweet the light of day. And oh, how wonderful to live in the sunshine. Even if you live a long time, don't take a single day for granted. Take delight in each light-filled hour. Remember that there will also be many dark days and that most of what comes your way is smoke. You who are young, make the most of your youth. Relish your youthful vigor. Follow the impulses of your heart. If something looks good to you, pursue it. But know also that not just anything goes. You have to answer to God for every last bit of it. Live footloose and fancy free. You won't be young forever. Youth lasts about as long as smoke. This is Solomon, and by then, he's already old, and he's writing this to the youth. He's saying, man, live it up. You are young, and you have all this, this, this ability. He talks later about the fact, he says, man, when you get old, people are going to have to lead you around by the hand. He's saying, man, live it up. He says, every day that's sunny out, man, thank God, and use that sunshine to your ability. And then finally, he ends it, he says, you know, Life is about as long as smoke. I wanted to give you guys a demonstration here. Check this out. Matches, matches. I'm a pyro. Watch this for me, okay? That's it. Gone. Just that fast. It says life is like smoke. And we just read that and we don't think about it and we say, well, life is like smoke. It's kind of like a picture. But when you actually see it, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? How long was that? Anyone count? You want to do it again? And if there's a wind, even faster. And it's gone. Something that burns so bright is immediately extinguished and it just disappears. And that's what he's saying our life is like. It's here in just an instant and it's immediately gone just that fast. The life is going to slip us by and we have to take hold of it and live it. Man, grab life by the horns. Don't just live, you know, with nothing in mind monotonously because it's going to be gone. You weren't supposed to have a monotonous life, but an exciting and fun one. We're supposed to move. We're supposed to change. Now, some of you I know are saying, this sounds really good. It sounds awesome to say that I'm not supposed to live a monotonous life. It's easy to preach, but how in the world am I actually going to do something about this tedious sameness that exists in my life? How am I going to change anything? How am I going to begin to open my eyes to actually see the fact that maybe I can have a different one? And I have a few things for you guys. If you want to take notes, you can. There's a few things that you really can do because I don't think that God wants monotony for his life. I know he doesn't. When I read God's word, he does not want us to do the same thing over and over again. So here's one for you. First and foremost, I want you guys to realize that you have control over your circumstances. You can change your world. You might not be able to change the entire world, but you can change your world, the world close around you. 
A lot of people are living in monotony simply because they will not change anything in their life. Most people feel like they're handcuffed, like they're chained, and say, I can't change anything. I'm just stuck. I can't break out of this. But it's not the truth. You can change your immediate life around you. You can change um, the way you react. You can change how you are. Um, Many of us have this monotony, a lot of times in our schedules, in the way we live. And you can even just do things about that. Um, There's, in, in Groundhog Day, once again, Phil is talking to people, and over and over again, they talk about stuff that he wants to do, and they said, well, just go into Pittsburgh. And every single time he says, I can't go into Pittsburgh because there's a storm coming, and he knows that every single day he's basically hindered and held. I'm telling you guys, you can go to Pittsburgh. You can break out of what you normally did. There isn't something there holding you back. You can change. You can actually change your monotony, and you can take it away. Um, There's many things in our lives that we might not even like, Um, people think, though, that whatever they're dealt, they have to play with to the very end of the hand, to the very end of the game. They think that the cards that I have in my hold, I have to hang on to. But it's not true. You can exchange those cards. You can turn them in, and you can get new ones. I want you to visualize for a second. Go ahead and um, just kind of clear your mind. And think of this. Many, many people, when they think about their own lives and the monotony that they're in, if they were to picture themselves as some form of transportation, they would picture themselves as a train. Now think about a train in your mind. Okay? It's sitting on rails. And a conductor can do one thing. He can go or he can slow. All he has the ability to do is increase speed. That's it. His entire control. People think that they're basically just like this train on rails, and I'm going in this direction, and that's all I have. I might be able to speed it up, I might be able to slow it down, but I'm going in one direction. And even more so, they think that basically I'm just the train Someone else is taking and switching the gates. I don't even have control over my life. Someone else is probably going to determine where I'm going, and I just, basically, all I can do is just control how fast I get there. I've heard people have talked about their lives like this, even in faith. You'll ask them about where they're going, and they say basically they know where they're going, and there's nothing they can do about it. But I want to encourage you guys and tell you that you are not a train, absolutely not, but you are an airplane. And not just like a big old jet, but you're like a stunt pilot. Okay, you are like a stunt plane. You ever actually seen planes much? I, my dad is a big-time aviation fanatic. So I grew up with it, and I learned about it. Like I said, in, in the cockpit of a, of, a, of a train, he can either make it go fast or he can make it go slow. But in the cockpit of a plane, there are so many controls. You can speed up and you can slow down, and then sitting in front of you is a stick, and down at your feet, two pedals. You have the ability to roll left and roll right, to climb up and to descend. And your foot pedals have the ability to turn the plane in a 360 degree so that you can even turn the plane and you can fly sideways if you wanted to into the wind. Stunt planes can take and do barrel rolls, loops. Nothing holds them within their axis. It creates its very own lift as it cuts through the wind. Nothing holds it, nothing cradles it, it touches nothing except air, and it creates its own ability to fly. That's what you are. People think you're locked into something, but you're not. You are a plane. You have so much access and control in your life. You have the ability to just turn on a dime. You can roll, you can loop, you can swerve any which way you want to. Especially, especially at our age. So don't think of yourself as a train. 
you are an airplane. Often in, in our life, there are things that we really, really like, but after doing them for a long time, like I said, they become monotonous. After a while, it just seems like the same over and over again, even if I used to like it. After a while, the things that we do, we begin to forget why we even began to do them in the first place. And that's where monotony really seems to set in. When you do something over and over and over again, and if someone would literally stop you and ask you, why do you do this? You say, well, because. Because is never a reason to do something. Ever in your life. If you ever find something in your life that you're doing, you are doing because? No. Never live a because life. It'll get you nowhere except monotony. If you literally can say, why am I doing this? I'm doing it because it's not good enough. That's not the kind of life you're supposed to live. You never do anything because. And this doesn't mean that you have to quit something. Because that's what you might think is, well, if I just say just because, then I must just have to drop it. Maybe you do have to drop it. But something else you can do is you can reevaluate. And this is what's really exciting is because you have to take time and stop and think. If I ask you something and you say, well, just because, that's not good enough. But what you can do is you can sit down and you can reevaluate why you take the action that you do. Going to school, for instance. Why do you go to school? Well, just because. Well, it's not good enough. Well, why do I go to school? I go to school because I hope that this education will pay off and will help me down the line to basically have a better life, to be able to accomplish what I want in my life, to support a family. Maybe that's what I'm, what I'm going for. There's a reason why I'm doing it. You know what happens when you actually evaluate and pinpoint reasons why? Stuff starts to lose its monotony. It's no longer just because. But now when you think on that subject, it has a purpose and it has a meaning. People love purpose. Human beings, we crave purpose in our lives. College students especially, if you ask people how they're feeling, 90% of college students will say they're lost. Lost. Don't know what I'm doing. Don't know where I'm going. If you have purpose, oh, that's exciting. So when you can take and identify and say, this is the reason why I'm doing this. And not that you have to stick with that because six months down the line, you might reevaluate and change it. You might find a new reason. There might be something right now in your life that you say, I do it just because. And you might reevaluate it and come to the exact same reason why you started in the first place. Or you might reevaluate it and come to a completely new reason. But without that reason, monotony begins to set in. You're just doing it just because. Never, ever do something just because. I've reached this myself. I'll tell you guys, as much as I love, love ministry, there were times in the past where I've taken and thought, why do I do this? And I've had that feeling of monotony. Just another week of going to Wednesday night, of going to Thursday night, teaching steadfast, whatever like that. And it's just because, because well, why would I do this? Well, I started it, so it's just because I just have to do it. But then it's when you finally stop and reevaluate and say, wait a second, I don't do this just because. I do this because there are people who need to know Jesus Christ. There are people who are learning from what God is speaking to me. There are people who, in my times on Wednesday nights that I spend here, kids who I talk to who literally come up to me and say that parts of their lives have changed because of what I've got to say to them. And when you do that, it's not monotonous anymore. I don't walk in with my head hung low, but I walk in with my head high and think there's a reason why I'm here and I'm going to accomplish this.
So take and reevaluate. Identify why you're doing something, and the monotony will flee. Many of us think we have monotonous lives, but believe it or not, we actually don't. Believe it or not, our lives are actually kind of creative and kind of changing. But we think we're stuck in this monotonous life. And even if we're not monotonous, we live like we are. We create our own monotony for us. We hate it, but we're the reason why it's like that. You can begin to change even little things. Start with the little things. People get to the point where they just hate everything because it's the exact same over and over and over again. You know what I mean? You're just like, wow, it is just another Monday. The exact same. But you can change even small things about your life. As simple as taking and driving a different way to school or driving a different way to work. It makes a change in your day. As different as waking up and doing something out of the ordinary. Picking something small to make your day special. Very small. It could be as simple as just saying that when I get to school, I'm going to stop and just chill, listen to a song, calm down before I go into school. Do something different. Change something. You can easily do this. But even more than this, um, you need to start realizing that small things are changing. You see, we go all the way back to the very beginning when I talked about all these people that you ask, what's happened exciting this week? And they always reply, nothing. Nothing. Well, really, if you dug deep and you lead these people through their week, because that's what I do a lot of times, you find out that something did happen. Well, actually, um, I went camping with my dad this last weekend. Some reason that slipped their mind a second ago. But when you make them delve into it and go back and recount their steps, they realize it. So maybe more than actually changing your day, even a little bit, which might help, why don't we actually start to realize our day and to realize that maybe our lives aren't so monotonous, to take pleasure in even the small things that change and to actually remember these. I issue a challenge to you. Everyone listen to me. I issue a challenge to you right now. That when people ask you, what's up? How is it doing? What's the day? How is the week? That you have something to say. That every day you have something to say. When people ask you, how are you doing? You say, you know what, I'm doing pretty good. School was, an o- was, was okay, but I'm excited for the rest of the day. That you actually have a response to that. No longer let nothing same old, same old, be your answer. But instead, consciously live your day so when people ask you, what has your day been like? You can actually recount for them because you actually paid attention to your day and you saw the differences. And it could be even as something just as simple as, I tripped and fell down at school today. Something that simple, that's different, out of the ordinary. Or, I did good on my test. Or, um, I got fired from work today. You know? no matter what it is, that you realize it and that you actually live that. So I issue a challenge to you to no longer be the person who says nothing when people ask you, what's up? How's your day? How was your week? But instead you actually have something to respond. You know what's going to happen if you actually start doing that? People are going to really like you. Because nothing, oh, that's annoying. We hear that all the time. Even people who haven't heard this message that you're going to bump into and they ask, what's up? And you actually tell them something, going to kind of start to be something different because you're different than all those restless people who just say nothing. Start to maybe make people question, what, what's with this guy? What's with this girl? What's so different about them? 
It's crazy. Like I said, it could be something simple. A bit of fun, a mishap, a crazy story, something lame, but you liked it. Whatever it is, just actually start to live your day. And you find maybe it's not so monotonous. Now, most important, more than all of this stuff that's so applicable and so realistic for your life, here's what I have to tell you. More important than all of this is you need to stop living a monotonous life with God. More important than everything I just said about your day, more important than anything about your attitude and about how happy you are, you have to stop living a monotonous life with God. You were never ever supposed to have a relationship that would get stale or would come to the point of saying it is tedious sameness. Never, ever. It's so much against God. It's so much against who he is because God is never monotonous. That's not God's spirit. So I have a couple things for you. For those of you who say, I am either pre-Christian, I don't really have that faith yet, or those who even say, I'm a brand new Christian, I really don't have much of a grasp on this, I issue you this. Don't hold back anymore. Choose not to hold back. Jeremiah 8, 4 through 5 says this. Do people fall down and not get up? Or take the wrong road and then just keep on going? So why does this people go backward and just keep on going backward? They stubbornly hold on to their illusions, refuse to change directions. Life is the same. Life is this poor old over and over and over again. But see, people won't change it. They feel barred in by their circumstances. And they won't change don't do this. Let go. Let go of that stuff that you're holding on to. People will literally sit and complain about their lives, but they won't do anything to change it. Start to delve into what Christ has for you. Start to delve into what God has for you in his relationship. Remember my message, you can be fun. Go back and listen to that if you haven't done it. See, Jesus Christ, as some of you know, came to this earth to die for our sins I've explained it before. There's this law that when you sin, the payment for that sin is death. And what God did is he found a loophole in the system. Jesus Christ came and he did not sin. Then he died. And instead of his blood paying for himself, it paid for you. And that then if you believe in him and you count on his blood to save you, that when you die, you do not go to death. You go to life. A life after this one. Grab a hold of that. Stop just pushing it away and stop thinking, maybe someday I'll do that, maybe someday I will. But start to actually go forward in it. Kill the monotony that's holding you back, but instead, pursue it. Boldly pursue that. Now, some of you guys also, you think, all right, I already am a Christian, and I'm feeling this monotony in my life, even in my relationship with God. What does this mean? What am I supposed to do? Here's the deal. Get on with it. Begin. Start to move. No more standing around. Colossians 2, 6-7 says this, My counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you've been given. You received Jesus Christ, the Master. Now live Him. You're deeply rooted in Him. You're well constructed upon Him. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you've been taught. School's out. Quit studying the subject and start living it. And let your living spill over into thanksgiving. Don't just continue on the same. But instead, break away from that monotony and start to say, 
however much I know I'm a Christian, I might know as little as Jesus Christ saves people to completely understanding the Bible, but I'm going to live that. I'm not just going to know that, but I'm going to live it on a daily basis. Jesus Christ said, you're supposed to tell people about me. So now I have to start living that. I have to actually start telling people about Jesus Christ. Your monotony is going to break away, let me tell you. Because the life of Christianity is exciting and scary. Seriously. You actually start living it, not going to be monotonous. Man, God will turn your world upside down if you start letting him. No joke. Stuff will change just crazy. See, a lot of us are lost or we're unhappy. And mostly, mostly, as us Christians, it's because, like I said, we just start doing stuff. Just because. Kill that. Get rid of that. Not just because. Find the reason. Start working in it. Start living it on a daily basis. Start to actually move in what you're doing. A lot of times when you get to monotony, unfortunately, you become unproductive too. You're a Christian. You say you want to be productive. You want to win souls. Kill that monotony because it will just stifle you in what you accomplish. Start to break out of it. You'll start to feel the, the excitement as you start to get rid of this monotony in your life, as you start to actually just live what you know. Don't just know it, man. Live it. Live that out. Just do it. So, use the three things that I told you about your life also in your relationship with God. Take time to reevaluate why you're doing what you're doing for God, why you're living the way you are for God. Not enough just because. Why do I refrain from sleeping around? Just because? No, not just because. Because God told me that this is what he wanted to do, and I want to make God proud. That's a reason. Not just because. Even in your relationship with God, because is never a good enough reason. You always need to find the real reason why you're doing it. Realize the fact that maybe your life isn't so boring with God. Man, he put an insane book down in front of you. There is so much that you can learn in this. It's hard to be monotonous when you actually start reading his word. Get into it. When you start praying and asking God for stuff in your life, oh man, it's not going to be monotonous. It's going to be crazy. And even begin to change. This might be frightening. Maybe it's time to give up some things. Maybe it's time to start new things. Don't be afraid for what God is doing for you. I talked about it in our move when we, when we had move. The fact that God's going to have a direction for your life and he's moving on that and you've got to keep up. And it might even be painful sometimes leaving stuff behind but you have to just continue to go in it. Man, don't be afraid of change. Don't hold on to monotony. Instead, follow God. Just like Phil in Groundhog's Day had this same day over and over and over again, this repetition, same exact day, we can create that in our own lives. See, we don't actually have that going on, but we can make it feel like that. We can create the same day, and most of the times the way we do this is by being the same person. Why does our day seem the same? Because you're the same. Not because the world's the same, because the world's constantly changing. But why does the world seem the same? Because your mindset, your attitude, your heart is the exact same as it was yesterday. See, that's the problem. You think the world's the problem with your monotony? It's really not. And I hate to say this because it might hurt someone's feelings, but it's you. It's you. You're the reason why your life feels monotonous. You have the ability to change what's going on. And you can do it. You can make a difference in your life, and you can stop being monotonous. Absolutely. Phil changed who he was. By the end of the movie, if you guys watched it, he started to realize that the same life wasn't cutting it. 
He started to learn new things. He started to become a new person. At the end of it, he was a different man than when he started. You watched a softening of his heart, and you watched as he basically turned into a man who was more like he actually wanted to be. See, at the beginning, he said to, uh, to the co- co-star, the girl, he said that I really want a woman like you. What he really wanted was to be a person like her. And towards the end, he had finally come around to that. So actually begin to finally change it. Don't be the same person. Don't be the same exact thing every single day. This can come as simple as realizing the things that make you happy in life. Just small things. Makes me happy to stop on my way into my house tonight and pet my cat. Makes me happy. Something just that simple. Or it can go to something all the way as important as saying, I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior and stop the monotony that I have in my life right now. From something very small to something very huge. But here's the deal. Do not tell me that you will stop being monotonous tomorrow. Do not tell me that you will stop being monotonous in a while. Do not tell me that you're going to overcome it soon because it's not going to happen. It won't. Don't tell me that you're considering it. Don't tell me that you're thinking about it because you're not. Monotony is either here or it's not. It's not just like, yeah, I might do something about it. You're still stuck in monotony then. Decide tonight before you leave these doors if you're going to continue in monotony or you're going to finally change and say, I refuse to be monotonous anymore. I refuse tedious sameness in my life. But instead, I opt instead to have an exciting life, a changing life, one that's different, one where, man, I'm excited for what my day is going to hold for me. Do it now. You were not made for monotony, so do not continue to live in it. I want to pray for you guys. Lord, I thank you for tonight, and I thank you, God, that you never, ever called us to a life of monotony. You never called us to the same. Instead, you always called us to the next thing, to the changing, Lord God. So I pray to you that you would just kind of break this in our hearts right now, Lord God, that we would see that if we're living this monotonous life, that we're not living by what you have for us, but instead we're living by something that we've created. I pray to you, God, that you would just help change us. Holy Spirit, that you would just work deep down inside of our hearts, Lord, and change us about us. I pray to you, God, tonight, tonight would be a change for monotony, that we would not feel comfortable walking out of this door saying, I might do something about it, because really right then we're stuck right back in monotony where we started. But instead saying, I do not accept to live the same as I have before this, I will change. I just want to encourage any of you guys who are in the audience, any of you out here, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can absolutely come talk to me afterwards. Um, just want to encourage you on that. Don't ever hold back. You know, if you think that this is right for you, man, pursue it. Come and talk to me. So Jesus Christ, I pray to you that you would work on those hearts, Lord God, in this, in this audience, Lord, or in those who are listening to this podcast right now. I pray to you, God, that you would just begin to change the lives, Lord God, and bring us up to speed with what you have for us. It's in your precious name that I pray, Jesus Christ, and in your precious name that I curse all of this monotony. Amen.